Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, brew some coffee, pour a cup. It's time for some more Coffee Talk. It's Bashomania! Let me tell you something, brother. He gave us everything he had in him tonight. What you gonna do when Bashamania runs wild? Oh, it's gonna be a good one. And business just picked up here on the podcast. Oh, yeah. We're back. Episode 121, I believe. Not a scam, like the phone call you a, just got. Not a scam. We'll Your take, social security number is compromised. Yeah, yeah, take two yeah. because don't know what happened there. But we were we were both sincerely apologizing. I'm not going to apologize again. <laughs> like mm-hmm. That was a very sincere apology that we did not get an episode out on Monday after committing to Mondays. Right. But you missed take one, so the sincere apology has gone. Yeah. yeah, you know, we called an audible. Here we are. It's a Wednesday. Um, but we did have this show planned, so we're just stick to it. And we have a couple more planned, and we don't want to rush one just to get out. Like today, there's a lot happening, plus there's a guest coming on. So right. obviously, if you click this, you now know Imar is coming on, which is going to be fun. Um, we'll yeah, it's, it could get interesting. He did say he wants to ask me questions about the pond. So I said, oh, that's okay. Nice. I've got a couple questions for you, too. It could get a little so, contentious. Let's go. <laughs> correct. So we've got that coming up. I guess we'll start with the fact that you, you've been all over the media. A lot of people yeah. out there talking about Chenzo. Mm-hmm. And I've been a little busy. We'll, uh, we'll have a much better idea of what is going on with me in the next few days here. Okay. Um, you know, I'm just kind of starting to figure it out myself. Uh, right As of right now, I'm still in State College in my house, so... That's where I'll be for the time being, and then we'll, uh, we'll get cracking here soon. The bachelor pad. The bachelor pad. Big Greg's in here somewhere. Is he? Yeah. Now, did you guys have a practice today? Wednesday, we're off. Off day, Wednesday. Yeah. Actually, it's IMAR's off day, too. It must be like a universal thing. I think people There's are There's no wrestling getting, on Wednesdays. People are just, <laughs> you know, getting smarter. So before we get to our guests, there's a couple things we'll talk about. One is a real quick note that, like, Florida is a bunch of cowards. A what, year, ha- what happened there? So a year ago today, 13 to 0 vote to um, sanction girls wrestling. One year later today, they go, nah, girls beach volleyball instead. Just a straight up reversal. Why does it have to be one or the other? Who knows? I just don't understand that. I, mean, I don't either. And, and like Florida's going to get blown up now. Like the, the wrestling community does not take that stuff lightly. Like funding, I don't. I can't. I, I can't see beach volleyball being a super. The article player. cited a lack of participation, which is a bunch of crap. Like it seems like well, the numbers year, are. It's a year old, so correct. But <laughs> it seems like there's a lot of, um, a lot of interest, and it, I don't know how how real that is. Like, is it schools that aren't participating yet and saying they don't care to try? Like. I don't know. But either way, there was enough interest there that you approved it a year ago. 
Now to just negate that and say, nah, girls beach volleyball, that's as big of a scam as the Olympics, 10 weights to six for, you know, yeah, as Willie says, too. Pogo and everything else. Yeah. I forget what he was saying the other day. Like BMX, Pogo. Yeah. All that fun stuff. <laughs> Side note, something completely unrelated. Bo Bartlett just gave me a little fade today. I, I just saw the Instagram. Not, not, not too bad, right? Yeah, because you you did forget that we were recording today. Hundred percent forgot. So then when like I like we said a lot of stuff going on, <laughs> right? So and I saw your story, and I'm like, that doesn't look like his house. So he's uh, got to be at least a little bit away. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like five minutes down the road. But I did that in mind, knowing that I'd be back in time. Right, was, for sure. Yeah, yeah. some I set more up beforehand too. So yeah. some more drama. Um, Fresno State. Yeah, that sucks. The Fresno Bee put out an article like this whole thing to kind of smear the Fresno State wrestling staff. The whole like high level overview is Joe Cologne, who was an assistant coach. His girlfriend loaned a wrestler 300 bucks, 350 to be exact, to pay off parking tickets so that he could commit to the season or or register for classes for the season or for the school year. And now they're saying this violates this, this, that. Dude, it's 300 bucks. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, that, that is a violation, but like it's, I don't think, like obviously it shouldn't be, but. And I think like the reason they're doing it is because they still have to pay Steiner through 2023 and he's making like 125,000 a year. So basically uh, they do this, that gets them to get out of his contract. They save a quarter of a milli. So this is more than yeah. just like, you know, mm -hmm. a rules violation. This is like let's save some money. Yeah. This guy it, out of here. It kind of erases the hope for me that Fresno State will reinstate wrestling if there was any. Like it didn't seem like there was a lot, but after this, it's like right. now you're like engaging in a battle with the wrestling community. This just doesn't end well. Um so that that's kind of a scam. It's yeah. gonna be interesting to see how it how it plays out. But wrestling Twitter is definitely just going crazy with it. Yeah, they're, they're running wild. Mm -hmm. They're running wild. And I think Rest there's wrestling Twitter will always support wrestling Twitter. Yeah. That's and I th that's one thing I love about unless you're a Paul brother, then then. No, yeah. They, then yeah. They'll tear you apart. You, we do which, not want you. Wrestling Twitter is very selective. I'll, I'll take them. Yeah. Let's get you can't. I think they ran with the fact that the card said Logan Paul was a D1 wrestler, which yeah, he wasn't. So I think they not. ran with that. But like he was a very good high school wrestler. Did like you he was watch like, that fight? No. Oh, man. Did you? <laughs> yeah, of course. How was it? <laughs> it actually, the card wasn't bad. Um, watching Nacho Cinco mix it up was kind of cool. But I saw the highlights of that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was happy. You know, $50 well spent. Yeah, these, you know, now Jake Paul, Tyrone Woodley, that's kind of got me a little bit more interested than Jake Paul, Ben Askren, because I think Woodley is not as retired as Ben was, where right. Ben just had hip surgery. Mm -hmm. I think Ty Woodley is going to be a good fight, I think. It's going to be interesting to see. I, th I think so, too. Um, he definitely has better hands, but he's still wrestling background. Yeah. So we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. Speaking of wrestling background, there's some wrestling yesterday and today. Sure is. Finals are actually about to start. So, no Soriano just 
Nobody really knows why. Um, I got word that he was still in Arizona. And then I saw photographic evidence that he that was he... still in Arizona. Oh, okay. <laughs> so can confirm. Can confirm he never left Arizona. It didn't look like he was sick. Um, like no COVID, no, you know, no injury. So I don't know if that was a change of mind. I don't know if that was Turkey bailed last minute. I think that was after he made his decision not to go. But it was definitely a small pool. Like NATO wrestled and he, I want to say, got tacked initially. I mean, straight up, I didn't watch I didn't watch any wrestling from Poland. Okay. So he got tacked, I want to say. The, the pool is really small, 57. So I don't know why, Soriano. Like, I just got like 100 comments on Instagram that like, why isn't Soriano wrestling? I don't know. Nobody really knows. Yeah. He's just a man of mystery. We we got to ask Pat Minia. He'll probably have a pretty good idea. He, I'm surprised he hasn't posted the excuse or the reason yet. The excuse. Yeah. <laughs> the reason. Yeah. <laughs> so Jaden Cox lost, lost to a guy who he was, I believe, at the Bill Farrell the last time you went, 2019, Bill Farrell. And he lost to Derringer. I believe he's lost to um, Downing, Rich Perry. He's had a number of losses. And Jaden lost a close one to him. I, I don't really know what to make of it. He lost like two one. I want to say. Well, I will make a reason for Jaden, and that's that we haven't really seen him on the mat in a while. So I think this is a you know just kind of knock off the dust tournament for him. It makes sense. Yeah. Yanni Joey. So Yanni lost. Um, air quotes. He lost. See, I, I need to go watch that because that's what I've heard. That the refereeing is just he was he wrestled on uh, Musakayev, right? Yep. His and Musakayev won seven six, allegedly. Allegedly. But Ivan Freestyle Wrestling posted out a video like kind of showing the refereeing and how it was so questionable. It just mm -hmm. it doesn't make sense. And then why he, does that ha why does that happen to him all the time? I think because he's such a scrambler and it, like makes it so subjective and these refs can't handle yeah, it. That makes sense. These you refs just, get, just can't handle it. He just gets in goofy positions. Man. And what what the heck's his name? Musakayev? Yeah. I always forget these guys' names. He didn't come yeah, back to yeah. wrestle again. He just forfeited the next match. So now Yanni's wrestling in the gold medal match. Let's go, Yanni. Like, he broke Yanni. Or Yanni broke him, I mean. Like, right. I forgot who it was. Um, Kelly Gray, maybe, said that, like, he was singlet down trying to catch his breath for, like, 30 minutes after the match. I don't know if that's just, like... <laughs> She's like so so like pro Cornell. I don't know. If she's just uh, trash talking, it. or if it's well, like. Well, <laughs> no, I I believe her, man. She, I do too. She knows what she's talking about. <laughs> yeah, she knows what she's talking about, and like that's that's what happens whenever Yanni and that guy wrestle. Yeah. Every other time or any other time that dude gets on the mat, he gets after it, and then he's just done. I know. So that that was very frustrating. That they, I think they would have wrestled again in the finals okay. the way the round robin works so i was kind of bummed that he didn't wrestle again because i think yeah. yanni and him would have wrestled again mm -hmm. um and the but i i still don't understand how round robin works like yeah, i still don't get it like whenever i uh was wrestling in fargo you know back in the good old days we had the uh it wasn't like a bracket you know it was like the wall chart or whatever it was and they yeah. pair you up to the person next to you it goes by points so like do you get a decisions three points, tech four points, and then pin five Got points? It. And then if you score a match in a point, in a, if you score a point in a match, you get one point, even if you lose. So point system. 
Yeah, I wonder if that's points. how they're doing this. Probably. That's what I would guess. Our boy Nolf lost a close one. Oh, so then Yanni wrestled Joey. Yeah. And 15-4, I want to say it was. Yeah, I'm going to – I have a few matches I need to go back and watch, but that's one of them. I need to watch Nolf. I need to watch uh, – I watched a little bit of Pantaleo and James Green. Pantaleo had an awesome tournament, by He's the way. He's on a tear. He is he just is. on a tear lately. He's hungry. He looks good. Um, he beat freaking Haji Aliyev, and then he beat James Green. Yeah. Huge wins. Yeah. It, 70 kilos is going to be so interesting at the World Team Trials this year. Yeah. I think you're going to have some 65 kilo guys going up. I think you're going to have you'll have guys go up, guys go down. It's going to be it's going to be super interesting. That's going to be fun. Noth, I don't really know what hap- what what happened to him. He lost a close one. Mhm. Guy he wrestled, he, he was a like two-time Asia Games champ. Yeah, he was a good was wrestler, a wrestler, no doubt. Yeah. Noth just looked a little off. I don't know That's, if it was just It's his first time wrestling overseas, too. Oh, is it? Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. I thought he wrestled mm-hmm. at one of the tournaments. He wrestled in Canada. It's not overseas. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Uh-huh. He wrestled one match, and it was like 30 seconds. That was at Pan Am's last year, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that that was interesting. I, I'm – Gwiz looked good. I, I'm really shocked at um, the Jaden losing. I, oh. Yeah, I mean – it happens though. like you said it makes sense like i think as a fan you look at it and just think somebody who's really good is somebody's really good and they're gonna right. perform every time and you kind well, of you know some days you wake up and you feel worse than other days yeah you know, without a doubt that's everybody else too yeah so yeah some days i'm just like ready to go and some days it takes me longer to like, some days it's one cup of coffee some days it's yeah seven. yeah <laughs> I, I i don't know like do you think it's that much of a difference when you're wrestling at a high level like how you feel like what percentage of that goes into the results do you think like how you're feeling that day um i think somewhat it does you know you just you got to be able to turn it off and turn it on um there's some people that are way better at, at it than others you know i know some people that they need to get their sleep they need to you know have nickley you can yeah. say Nick. <laughs> they need to be they need to be on their regimen. But like if Nick League has a bad night of sleep though, he's not that's not gonna like mess him up to go wrestle. He's yeah. not gonna be thinking about that. Some people will be will be thinking about that while they're out there competing or just like warming up, like, oh man, like you know, I don't I'm not feeling my best. Yeah, and like cause Jaden like posted this morning, like feeling great, feeling blessed, yeah. let's wrestle quick feet. Right. Like it mm. seemed like but then obviously when you're in a match, it's a, it's a different because I can wake up and say, I feel great today. And then 30 minutes into, you know, working, I'm like, I'm hopping on the pond. And that boy he wrestled, too, could have, you know, just been wrestled out of his mind today. Correct. Who yeah, knows? it could be a combination of a lot of things. And I, I do want to say that guy was previously down in 86 when he lost. So maybe 86 was too much of a cut for him. Maybe, maybe he's just a better wrestler at 92. All I know is if those guys are wrestling at like the world championships, I'm taking Jaden every time. Oh yeah, like no doubt. <laughs> yeah, well they're in. Yeah, and Nate Jackson's looked incredibly well. He lost. He was up, and then he ended up losing. Mm-hmm. He's going for, he lost in the semis. But you know, Nate. Yeah, Nate. Nate's been tearing it up too, man. Nate and Jaden are gonna are gonna put on a show if they wrestle i think at the world team trials and i don't think either one of them are planning on wrestling again until then 
unless there's a card that pops up that like next week I thought so when I alluded to there was a card mm-hmm. I had heard about Burroughs and IMR wrestling and I thought Flo was going to make a card out of it instead it's just Burroughs and IMR at the end of a Flo grappling card that's fine we'll take it yeah like that's a great match he's about I'm down to, to watch some show. grappling oh oh before he joins the show oh all right hold on real quick we got it we got to tell people all right so support for today's episode comes from manscape father's day is just around the corner i'm sure everybody knows that and you probably need a gift for your hairy dad i sure do make sure your dad (laughs) make your dad (laughs) i'm i'm messing i'm butchering this right now make your promo code chenzo (laughs) make your dad proud this year and get him and yourself the manscaped lawnmower 4.0 and ultra smooth package you know what they say like father like son the brand new lawnmower 4.0 and ultra smooth package is perfect for you and the dad in your life to to complete your grooming game get 20 percent off plus free shipping promo code chenzo c-e-n-z-o at manscaped.com guys go support them you need a groomer support Ooh. manscaped man i got this i got this little flag in i haven't hung it up yet because i need to get some nails, but yeah we got it yeah we're gonna make some we're, we're working says, on it it says your balls will thank you and they will they so. will <laughs> so go to manscaped yeah. get a lot more 4.0 get a uh get a weed whacker get a little weed whacker here get some cologne get some ball deodorant correct get it all get the boxers chenzo's a big Mm. big big fan of the boxers i love the boxers yeah they're smooth they are they're smooth so thank you manscape for continuing to support this podcast go support them guys and now we have imar and by the way guys this podcast as always is brought to you by attack atac if you haven't downloaded the attack app the thing is phenomenal this thing is like my it's the workout app you need it has like mentality improvements it has workouts it has technique it has reflection it has like the total package it's not just workouts it's not just technique reese humphrey teaches you how to be an athlete a freak athlete right what what else could you possibly want yeah that's that's what you need so download the attack app follow them on social atac.app Go look at their feed on Instagram or go to their Instagram page and you'll you'll see it. It looks really cool. They've done a great job trying to convey what the what the app is. So I'm excited for attack. Go download attack. Try to beat me on the leaderboard. I broke hey, my toe last week, so I haven't been like logging you your toe. Dude, I think yeah, I, broke, I think I broke my thumb yesterday. It's pretty swollen, but not. I went to down. I went to walk in the garage and I accidentally just kicked the thing and yeah right. it, it's broke all right well so you're excited for attack i'm excited for isaiah martinez versus jordan burroughs i'm i'm very excited for that yeah can we talk about that a little bit how'd that come up like how did uh they just reach out to you so justin oh so yeah actually they um so that we were we were looking to get a match in probably i think it was sometime in february uh didn't really work out with the timing and scheduling. So I remember uh, the money tweet. Yeah. Yeah. They they did a good job. So uh, it didn't really work out. Then Um, they circled back later on and uh, the timing kind of worked out. So we're going to get, we're going to get some matching. Let's go. I I love to see that when you have the number one and two guys at a weight and the comments initially were like, 
it was almost like shock that you guys were both agreeing to wrestle each other three months before the trials. I was like, wow, I'm so surprised. Like, was there any hesitation to wrestling? Like, I don't think it's so soon, but I'm not an athlete, so I don't know what I know. But was there any hesitation because the trials are in a couple months? Um, I think I think the benefit of having a match now kind of outweighs, uh, you know, the negatives of yeah. having another fill, having another out. So uh, in my mind, it was not that big of a deal. Um, I've always been kind of the, the guy that gets better uh, the more times I wrestle somebody. So uh, I don't know how he was thinking, but for me, it was it was a no brainer. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of what I figured, too. I was you know, I figured you would take the match, but I was kind of surprised by him. Um, what's the, you know, difference between, you know, your training situation now as to before? Well, so, uh, now I'm a full-time coach, uh, right. I'm a lot, I'm a lot more busy. Um, luckily for, you know, this time of the year, it's pretty slow with our guys. They're just finishing up their finals. Uh, so we're not having practice every single day where I'm having, you know, to wake up at six o'clock and, and test and, uh, then have like a full a full work schedule. So it's a little bit more lax right now. Uh, you know, one thing that kind of threw a wrench into it was that the recruiting dead period ended. Uh, so immediately once it ended, we started hitting the road. Um, but it's still it's still a lot less than it would be, say, in like, you know, January in the, in the thick of things. Yeah. Yeah. And you I'm, the last time you came on this podcast, which if you don't know, Isaiah's story that was an amazing episode of the podcast go back and listen to that episode but you had said that like that was basically when you announced you were having surgery on your shoulder and I know when we were texting like you had some complications just kind of adjusting to it and you weren't able to wrestle the trials what went into that yeah uh so I've never I never ever had surgery very first time I ever had surgery oh wow. uh, that's me. wild yeah, yeah I know <laughs> It, uh, everyone keeps saying that, like, uh, that I like was not even like a meniscus or anything like that. Not, not just like a cleanup. No, no, nothing. Wow. Even uh, I had surgery for my adenoids to be taken out. Like everybody has surgery. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Uh, maybe I just never had any time to like, uh, like rest. I was always kind of doing something. Never so, had time to realize you were hurt. You know? <laughs> yeah, uh, Adrenaline so, going. <laughs> so it was like, uh, the very first time I had, you know, a little bit of time off, I was like, uh, thinking back like on the past several years and the, the issues that I've had with my body, I was like, oh man, this um, it's probably not right that I'm like having to get propped up with a bunch of pillows every night. It's probably not, <laughs> it's probably not normal to feel like, uh, I know, I know as a wrestler, you, you, everyone says like, Hey, you feel like you're like you're aging in dog years. But I was like, man, I, I felt like I was 60 years old waking up every day, like just growing like, oh, come on, let's get let's get ourselves <laughs> ready for this. Um, so I, I, I thought about it and I was like, you know, what? I probably should get that taken care of because uh, I probably can't do that for another four years if I tried. Yeah, that's wild. Mm -hmm. And I um I kind of understand where you're coming from. I haven't had any surgeries like that right now, but, you know, I've take I've had to take a lot of time off. We've had guys here that are kind of banged up or just you know, we've guys here that are taking almost like a year off now just like trying to get their body in check and healthy and stuff it's just it's a grind man and it is Sports I mean, it, brutal. It, it really was it really was a process right so like going into the surgery like i was terrified to be put under honestly i'm like i'm like talking to the doctor i'm like what what are you guys gonna exactly do i was probably the worst patient i've ever they've ever experienced <laughs> Just because as as an athlete, you're kind of a control freak when it comes to oh, yeah. your body and like the, those kind of things. So 
you know, the recovery process was real hard on me. Uh, just not for the first time in my life, not being able to wrestle, you know, take moving across the country, taking on new responsibilities, uh, having to learn an entirely new craft. Cause like being an, being an athlete and being a coach at the division one level is, is very different, right? Like you, a lot, a lot of times you assume that, you know, a good wrestler would be a good coach just by the experiences they've had. Uh, that's not all that goes into it. You know, the X's and O's when it comes to the coaching game is, is very easy, you know, for a good wrestler, but there's so much more that goes into being a division one coach than just the X's and O's. And what happened with it in relating to the trials? Um, I just kept having setback after setback, you know, on, <laughs> honestly, uh, I was, I had surgery in late June and I wasn't going to be cleared until late January. Uh, I started trying to wrestle like late November. I don't know why. I don't know why, but like, oh, it was, it was like I was like, man, I was, I was feeling better. Um, wasn't going to, I didn't go out there and like scrap right away, but I was like, listen, maybe, maybe I could fill it out a little bit. I started feeling a little bit of that pressure. The trials are coming up. I got to get ready. Got to get ready. Right. Um, and it was just setback after setback. Every time I would move forward, you know, take the, what is it like one step forward, two steps back. Uh, it just kept happening and um, I kind of kept compounding and and when when the time came I, I you know you, you know as an athlete if you're ready to go or not right. uh, whether you want to admit it or not uh-huh. uh, and when the time came I was just like man I am I'm still dealing with the shoulder I'm still you know not physically where I need to be so it was the right decision to like kind of just be like well that's this, that's kind of life and it happens but uh, yeah that's kind of what uh, went behind that decision. You know, I just wasn't, I wasn't physically ready to go. Yeah. And especially in a tournament like that, you, you're going to, you're going to be when you're ready. <laughs> yeah, you know. oh, man. That first round jaw you had would have been tough too. <laughs> 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 that would have been something, but yeah, bro. Yeah. That that's a wild. And then I know we were talking about that was part of also the reason to go up to 79. Obviously it's more of a natural fit for you. But still, at the same time, like cutting weight and doing all that post-surgery had to be like a completely new feel. So I'm imagining you're making a ton of decisions all at once, really. Yeah, no. So uh, 79 is probably a better spot for me right now, Uh, even though, you know, I competed at the Open and it was my first time making any sort of weight. Ever and it, it honestly was the worst weight cut I've ever had in my life. I'm not, <laughs> no way. I am not. I am not like, 70, for seventy nine, dude. I know. I was. I was like, this should be easy, no big problem. Uh, I get down to weight, and my my body's like, it's been a year and eight months since I've had to do anything like that. Oh, like, like yeah. it, it was just like, what are we doing here, buddy? Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I probably didn't, I didn't have a great performance, but you know, again, it was one of those things. It's like, I'm glad I went out and competed. Cause again, I didn't have to go out and compete, right? I was already mm-hmm. competing. I was already, you know, qualified for the trials and everything, but, uh, just to kind of feel that sting again, that, you know, <laughs> the, the, to do things right, have to do, enforce myself to do things right. Right. You got that. You have to learn from those things. So, uh, not a great experience, but I'm glad I did it. Yeah, you. It's probably like one of those things. Like at seventy nine, like I'm not that big. This will be easy. And oh then, man! I would, and then yeah. you get, and then you get there, and then you start getting the weight down. You're like, well, 
this is not going <laughs> off how, how I thought it was going to. I've been there well, before. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, I'm getting a little bit older, right? I'm not, I'm yeah. not old, 26, but uh, at the same time in wrestling, your body changes fast, mm-hmm. ages fast. So, uh, yeah, had to, had to learn that one the hard way. Where do you think you stand now ready-wise? Obviously, the, the main goal is to make the world team 79 kilos early September. But you had the test at the Open. Now you're going to have Burroughs yep. like, 10 days. Where do you think you're at right now? So I was actually just talking to Chris about this uh, yesterday because um, you know he's been running my workouts in, in my lead-up to this match. Uh, man, I feel so much better. And, and I'm probably not even where I'm going to be when the trials come around. But like when I compare it to where I was at the open, I feel like a hundred times better, honestly. Uh, like, yeah. like, wow. like, you know, going into the open and Vincenzo, you probably know this, right? Like, you know, like when you're feeling like optimal, you're like, this is this, I feel great. I feel amazing. And then there's those times where you're like, I'll probably win, but I'm probably gonna have to gut this one out. Right. Yeah. You're like, my legs just aren't working. So right. So that's I was like that gut out feeling. I was feeling that like at the open. Right now, uh, you know, I'm feeling a, a lot more optimal, a lot, a lot better. So uh, you know, just uh I feel better and the I guess the better frame of mind that I'm in right now and, mm. and physically because you know my preparation's a lot better. So uh I feel pretty good about it right now. Where do you think you are in relation? You actually Heck beat. Yeah. Like, oh, go ahead, Chenzo. No, I was going to say the last time we really saw you other than, you know, the open was that best of three series with Burroughs. And um, just like, and I think, you know, that was super competitive. You know, you won one of the matches. Um, I think a lot of people, including myself, thought you were going to take that last one. Um, just like, can you talk about a little bit, just, you know, where you're going to go from there? Yeah, so I try not to like. Okay, you'd never forget those kind of experiences, right? right? But I try not to base the next match so much on on what happened the last time we wrestled. It's been a long time. It has. Yeah, I'm different. He's different. Um, I'm more so thinking about the adjustments that I'm going to make. Okay, yeah. how do I go about winning this match? Right? It's a. It's you. You assess the scenario like it's a one match situation, and yes, I understand that we're going to have more matches in the future potentially, but. Uh, still want to win this one right it's important as still want to win this one it's just right. as important as all the other ones um so i try not to base you know too much on our previous matchup but you know you, you never forget those things mm-hmm. right so um you remember i remember how i beat him i remember you know the way i went about it you know trying to replicate that but also trying to be be ready for you know the differences i see in the film that i watch with them right or the differences in the way that I've been developing my technique. So uh, I guess it's kind of a very general and overview answer, but uh, that's that's kind of how I view it. I guess the, the takeaway would be like, you know, yes, I, I remember how I beat him, but at the same time, I cannot, I can't rely on that because he right. also understands that. Yeah, not every match is going to be the same. You know, yeah. he's going to adapt as well. So in match adjustments, things like that. Well, luckily, it'll just be one match and... Uh, won't have to make too many too many adjustments. So it stopped recording. Uh, it let us know when it stopped recording. Oh, yeah. Okay. Once miss. you left. And now it's recording stop, again. Did it, did it say like yeah. this thing's okay? All right. So we'll yeah, just keep, it did. We'll we'll just keep rolling. Did we go back to the, 2017 yet? Or are we still talking 2019? 
Well, we had a lot of really good off-camera dialogue while you were gone. So. Oh yeah. So since it started, <laughs> since it started recording again, Justin, you got to do your plug. You got to do the attack app plug again and let everybody know. Guys, this is brought to you by Attack. <laughs> attack app on social. A T A C app. Go download it. Listen to it. So. Do you have that on a note card? That's pretty good. No, no I just it's just all off the dome. Yeah, man. you got to just remember it. Oh, and, okay. I love the app, Unless so I think it's good. Yeah, Manscaped, yeah. we got to look at the... They have, like, copy, attack. I just I have like a... In. So what... what <laughs> I believe I in Manscaped, too, but it's just a lot of information. So I don't know what happened and why that got booted. I don't know if my internet died. I switched over to my phone as a hotspot because I, I literally don't know what happened. That'll probably do it. Where did you guys... Did you guys continue the dialogue we were talking about, or did you guys just go... Oh, we I just went on. We, we just went off on a bunch of tangents. Okay. Yeah, I think we kind of uh, <laughs> a little bit without you. Uh, okay. No, what? I think we, we we just finished up talking about. Uh, Vincenzo asked me like, uh, "What did I take away from that three match series?" <laughs> yeah. Going to that, uh, my memory's not great, but I think we kind of finished that conversation right then. And there. Yeah. But, um, yeah. All right, let's go back to 2017. We could recap the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Hope hope fell that record. So what was 2017? 2017. What happened in 2017? I don't even remember. 2017, 2017 was well, 2016, 2017, Chenzo's freshman year. Oh, oh. That 2017. That's 2017. So Isaiah wins two matches. He's the you were a two-time champ that year, right? Previously I was going into 2017, yes, I was a, a two-time NCAA champion. And you beat Chenzo, both I think in the season and Big Tens in the duel. Yeah, we were we were at Rec Hall, right? Yeah, I was at Rec. Yeah, that I remember. I remember that one because that was that was that the was, only so match we wrestled where there was sure. a leg attack take that where there was a leg attack takedown. Something like that. I don't remember. No, that was the, that was <laughs> the only that was the, that was the only match me and you wrestled where someone scored from a leg attack. Was it you or me? It was you. Yeah. Was, no, you guys he knew life. the answer. <laughs> you, knew yeah. I, I got to your legs at the end and didn't finish. No, because I scored on a slide by. Did you shit? Maybe there. What if there was no leg attack takedowns ever? No, there was a leg attack at the Big Ten match. That was the high crotch that, that I scored. Okay, maybe uh, that was it then. No, the, the first match we had was. Uh, it was a slide by? Basically boxing for like a minute and a half. Mm-hmm. And it was a slide by. <laughs> Uh, a lot, a lot of our matches were boxing. A little bit, a little bit. You're kind of hard. You're hard to score on. Uh, yeah, so are you. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, so yeah. The first match we had was at Rec Hall, mm-hmm. uh, and it was like a, it was like a one point match. Um, yeah, Vincenzo was in late, uh, and then I kind of like cartwheeled, and um, I think I got to go behind right at the end. Probably. Uh, but yeah, it was like right. I remember it being a real tight match. Yeah, I don't and then, know. And then Big Tens, I think, was a tight match too. It wasn't. Big was not as close. It wasn't. As, nah. No. What I got a. Was it the next year? I remember there was a Big Tens match where it was like one-one going so into like that was that match. That match at Big Tens, I got poked in the eye like in the very beginning of the match, and I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't see out of my right eye. I remember that you were bleeding out of your eye. I was like, yeah. yeah. 
I didn't do it on purpose, but like, no, I'll, I'll no you didn't. It's part. <laughs> it's just part of the game, man. So after that match, I spent like three hours in the ER, just like waiting to get my eye looked at. It was miserable. That's wow. the worst. That was the worst. That was the worst part of that match for sure. What did they end up saying about your eye? Um, you got a scratch. You'll be okay. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah. I know. Like, I know. Like, I didn't need to be here at all. But so shout, before- out, shout out Adam Lynch for waiting for with me at the ER for three hours. What a he's a team player. That Adam, he's the man. So 2017, you win two matches, and then going into the NCAA's, what was your thought process? Actually, what was both of your thought process going into the 2017 finals? You want to go first, Vincenzo, or I'll go first? Um, I'll just say I'll go first. Mine was pretty much just making a fight. Like, just like you said, you know, it felt like a boxing match. I, um, I was like, if I go down, I'm going to go down swinging. That's really it. It's a good way to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't even remember. Honestly, trying to, like, think about how I went into that tournament. I mean you got okay so you try to put yourself in my shoes a little bit i was a two-time returning champion i was like okay i'm gonna you know i've been i've been in your shoes actually yeah. <laughs> you're after you know, yeah. like, you're like you're like you're, you're like okay i've done this twice before let's uh let's just go do it again right, right. like you and you understand who's there at the weight you understand like i mean we're in the big 10 so we're, we wrestle each other all the time so you right. know you know the guys are tough but like at the same time you're like you're pretty confident that you're going to win it. Right. Yeah. Um, so I think going in, I was more like, uh, just don't mess up and you should, and you should win. (laughs) Right. Like, you know, you got to go in aggressive and do everything that you do, but like at the same time, you're like, if I just do everything that I'm supposed to do, I should, should win no matter what. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's kind of how I went into it a little bit. And then at what point in the match, did you guys like Chenzo? Did you all of a sudden start getting more confident in the match, like, or was it the same approach through the other ones? Because all of a sudden it's like, I mean, right, that I'm for gonna... me, I posted the photo. You know, I know one of you doesn't like that I posted it, but like, it is one of my favorite like post match photos because Chenzo's like, he's not that like emotional in the mat, and he just like it always looks like you're having fun, but you just kind of roll back. And you see, like, this excitement. Like, as a Penn State fan, that for me was, like, one of my favorite, like, post-match celebrations because you didn't – and it was still early in your career, but you were never one who showed, like, too much emotion. Like, you and Nolf kind of just yeah. – winning was 100% the expectation, and when you won, you did what you were supposed to do. But that one was, like – Yeah, I don't know. It's, listen, it's definitely a little awkward talking about this with – with my man Isaiah on, but it's um, I don't I don't know. I just like <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, I was excited. That's really it. I I kind of surprised myself a little bit. Um, no, but it was pretty much um as we were wrestling. You know, like you said, we we both you know get after a hard hand fight, and you could just kind of feel things throughout the match. And you know, I felt that I was gonna be in there. Really, that's it. You know, I felt like it was going to be more competitive that time than the other times we wrestled. Yeah, um, I think, yeah, that match, I was, I think going in, I was a little more nervous than I should have been. Mm-hmm. Right? I didn't, I think in the back, in the back room, I wasn't as, you know, cool, calm, like I should be. I think, I think it just, the the nature of the NCAA tournament, it's probably a three day, a three day event like that 
it is oh, yeah. it is very very hard to navigate through and um you know in the match you know i think oh i think did you did i score the first takedown i think i scored the you first did. but it was like it was like so when i knew things were going to go wrong <laughs> for me, <laughs> so i scored i scored a takedown and you got away immediately and i'm like well casey even <laughs> challenged yeah. it because his that- hands touched mm-hmm. for like one second and yeah. they gave you the takedown like- and casey's like nah challenge but they but they're yeah. not giving it to I you slide by again uh, or something like that but uh anyways you got you got away right away and i put a lot of effort into scoring that scoring those that point and i'm like you know you know when a guy gets back up to their feet right away and they're right back in your face and you're like oh no yeah you're like i'm i'm a little more tired than i should be right now or something or panic whatever that feeling is um but i mean you capitalize man it was a great match and uh, yeah, no, you should have been excited. It's an, <laughs> listen, that, that's the one, that's the one biggest takeaway I've ever, I've ever had from, you know, college wrestling and the NCAA championships is it doesn't matter how good you are. You're never guaranteed anything at the tournament. It no. is, you know, coming it's a back. Tough, it's a tough tournament to win. Yeah. You, uh, I mean, going back this year as a coach, like you, know, I realize just how many things have to go right for a guy to win that tournament, mm-hmm. right? I think when you're in it, you take it for granted a little bit. Sure do, yeah. And uh, that's just kind of like, I kind of did that, you know, my junior year, just kind of, you know, I wasn't, I, didn't, I wasn't even really nervous my junior year at all when really? I was wrestling. I think I was too not nervous. I think I was like too chill. Okay. I, I got like a little cocky on us. I was like, oh, I was like, this will be, this will be easy. <laughs> I've been was, there too. <laughs> I was like, Martinez isn't even here. This will be a breeze. <laughs> and then yeah Yeah. i mean there's always there's always there's always somebody like always someone crazy it's crazy how how tough that tournament is really is and then like you know especially whenever you're the guy everyone wants to beat you yeah yeah i mean you get everyone's best Uh, it's uh it's it's everyone like they're taking all the information from anybody that's ever done well against you Mm -hmm. Uh, and they're like they're like adding that to their oh, game. Yeah. Uh, that was something that I that I didn't that I struggled with too. I mean, even going into my sophomore year, it's like when I was a freshman, like everything worked really well because nobody really game planned or strategized, or they didn't really have enough information to strategize. But the second, but the second you're on the radar and somebody does anything that does well against you, like coaches are smart. They pick up on that and they'll they'll be like, hey, maybe you should uh, grab his right wrist. Like he had he struggled with this against whoever. Yeah. Uh, and then all of a sudden, everybody's doing the things that that potentially could beat you. Good coaching, good scouting. Yeah. So then, what do you guys think was? It, it's almost bizarre how it happened again the next year, where Isaiah, you take Big Tens again, and then Chenzo, you take NCAA's again. Were the mindsets the same going into that year, or different from the previous one? do you want to go <laughs> um i was pretty pretty much the same for me man you know i had going into nationals i uh you know obviously you know i yeah i never big Ten people you know like haha it's funny but like you know i wish i would have won i would have won big tens like you know that kind of <laughs> sucks but it is what it is um but yeah i had the same attitude going into nationals as i did the year before you know um if I'm gonna if I'm gonna go down, I'm gonna go down swinging. Let's make it a fight. 
really it. Um, so I think my mentality did kind of change a little bit. You know, I was, I think the reason why I was so consistent in the season is I was a creature of habit, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I never missed like a scheduled match. I, I always prepared the same way, cut my weight the same way. Right. So it led to very consistent performances, but it was also a little bit of a trap for me. Right. I, I relied on what I knew a lot. Um, but going into that NCAA championship, somewhere between, you know, actually, this is probably funny. I probably never said this publicly. Like, the reason I, I, I think I lost uh, that finals match is because that was the very first time I realized how old I was getting in wrestling. Dude, uh, I did that too, man. <laughs> I played Alex in that semifinals match for just yanking on me, yanking on me, yanking on me. And, and so I bought you a bunch. Yeah. I was like, I was, I was like, oh, I'm going to have to gut this one out. You know, I had that. <laughs> It's like, oh man, I'm not feeling great, but I'm gonna try to gut this one out. And obviously, you were you were more game than I was, and and it showed. Yeah, man, I was. Um, I I don't know that match. I, what the the thing that won me that match was whenever you tried to Granby out at the end of the first period. I don't know. You guys had a good game plan for that, like that, like Navy ride that you guys started doing. Yeah. It was super it was super annoying to get away mm-hmm. you guys had you guys i mean and and you know i think you had great coaching like you oh yeah you guys so one I, I never asked you but one thing that i was always curious about is like you guys always switched up one or two things right before we would wrestle right like at the end of the year um am, am i right or am i wrong like the game plan switched just a little bit just those small things um i think if it was maybe not switching the game plan, but probably just executing it better. Yeah. That's probably what it was. Just, you know, making sure that, so if I'm wrestling you, you know, I know you're coming at me with your left side, like real hard. So I'm going to try to keep my right hand down um, so that you can't really attack my legs with your left. I can down block that. And, you know, I know you're coming under hook here real hard. Mm-hmm. So, you know, keeping sealing this side off will help a ton with that. And then I can work with my other hand. Yeah, I guess that that is what it was, right? Like the execution of what you wanted to do was like, yeah, it was it was on point. Yeah, it's just being super present. Mm-hmm. It's really it. Just not really relaxing for a second. Awesome. It's hard. To, it's hard to do that. We had some great matches, man. We, dude, we did. We really have, and um, you know, I'm still losing the series three to two right now. So we'll have to run it back at some point. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe if you if you are you wrestling at the trials. I, I haven't decided yet. You haven't decided? Yeah, I haven't decided yet. So, I mean, probably. Mm-hmm. But I, 79 is a little too big for me at the moment. So, <laughs> you think so? Yeah. I'm, uh, I've gotten a little smaller since, okay. since college, actually. I'd actually consider going down weight before going up. Get out of here. There's, I, no, there's no way you can make 70 kilos. Oh, yeah. No, get out. There, you're going to, oof, that'd be rough. Dude, I can make it. No, I don't think I don't think, <laughs> I don't think you could. I can make it. I was listen for the Olympic trials like that week. Like I weighed out after a workout at one fifty nine. Uh, maybe. Maybe you can. Still, I think <laughs> that's 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 rough. That's gonna be a rough cut. Well, I mean, I'm not. Hey, I'm not saying I'm doing it or committing to it at all. <laughs> saying as at this moment right now, maybe in two months I'll be way closer to seventy nine than I will be seventy. So. Yeah, Who knows? we'll have some more matches. That'd be awesome. Who knows? Or maybe yeah. a, maybe a catchweight match on a card. You know these RTC cards. I'm always down. 
Yeah, me too. I mean, I, I thought, I'm pretty sure, I forgot if I got approached to do a match potentially. I think we did, I think I did get approached to do a match like way in yeah, like one time and I was like, You're still hurt. Yeah. I, wasn't, I wasn't ready to go. Yeah, yeah. That's just it. I've taken matches not ready to go and it came to bite me in the butt. <laughs> so <laughs> it'd be cool to see that match freestyle now, though. After like watching the series in folk style, it'd be cool definitely to see it freestyle. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to wrestle. I mean, I'd love to wrestle anytime. I mean, now that I'm a lot more prepared, but <laughs> you're also saying 79, 79 kilos might be a little too big for you. I'm like, I'm not going to, I'm not He's going like, to I'm gonna go anywhere. <laughs> That's the that's the lowest you're going now. So. That's, that's as low as I'm going to go right now for the uh, foreseeable future. Hey, let right. me ask you this: you you said you're like a creature of if habit. You, if you feel comfortable, what? Oh, what I was going to say you're is good. like, go ahead. You said no, you feel like good. you're like a creature of habit, and now that you're not like 100 just going through the athlete routine because you're also coaching, do you feel that coaching gives you kind of that mental break where you don't? overthink or overfocus on something um sometimes no not really i mean if you want to do your job good and like i love coaching and i do i do try to apply uh the way i think about wrestling to my coaching right like you want to you want to be as good as you possibly can be you want to perfect your craft um so sometimes you know you know when you're trying to when you're trying to do that with coaching it could be it could be a little stressful because again you cannot you can't control athletes you can't control the way you know someone lives their life or the decisions they make out there on the mat right but you could you could always try to do your best and that you know constantly having to you know put your best foot forward is it, it can be a little stressful so um but you know then again when i get around my athletes and and we're all joking and and i see them have success yeah that i mean I don't know if that's a mental break, but it's incredibly rewarding. And in, in the same yeah. way, I find you know winning a wrestling match rewarding. So uh, that I mean, I guess that's what it does for me mentally. Cool. Just competing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard. Also, when I go out there, I'm like beat up on some of my athletes. They do make me feel good. <laughs> wow, how'd you do that? What was that? I'm like, dude, that's just a sweet thing. Oh, I got it. <laughs> I I love wrestling with like the college guys and stuff too and then just like like oh like you like i forget i was wrestling with uh i was wrestling with joe lee like two days ago and he was like he's like you have like a you're getting like a jujitsu feel i was like dude i don't do jujitsu I'm, <laughs> I'm just messing with you like <laughs> that's really it <laughs> oh man but so what what i was gonna ask um if you are cool sharing this like what do you walk around at now if you're you know big seven oh. guy Right now, I walk around about one, anywhere from 190 to 195, like, oh, nice. uh, on a, that's on average. Cool. Uh, when I was making 74 kilograms, I was, I was walking around about 182. Okay. So I'm about 10 pounds heavier than, than I would be. That sounds about right. I feel like that's a good place to be for that. Yeah, I, w I, w I would want, I would want to, like, I think as I get closer to the trials, start walking around about 185. Yeah. Uh, for 479 kilos. I just, I think I feel better uh, in the mid, in the mid eighties. So, yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's a, it's a weird, like, you know, line you got to find, you want to be able to cut some weight, but not like a ton where you feel like shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Cause you know, I've, I've done both ends of that where <laughs> being too small and being too big and it, they <laughs> both suck. <laughs> like you got to find that sweet spot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I can't attest to the cutting weight, but 
the big what you're big saying fan. makes Dude, sense. You're, you're you're on my list of top five American wrestlers. I know. I'm I'm gonna wrestle with Eric so that we can get get a true order. Is it you, Thompson, LG, Pat Minio, and who else did I put on there? Oh, <laughs> Kerrigan Conan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm. You guys remember or... Kerrigan Conan? Yeah. I I only know from like people's horror stories. I, I yeah. don't really. I never, never spoke to the dude, but like, oh no, I, I know the know names. From, I just strictly like, from Twitter. <laughs> he, um, he posted this technique video like five years ago called the surfboard, and it was like, I just remember this because he was like, yeah, you flatten the guy out, and he like sat on this dude's back like crisscross applesauce almost, and then like grabbed his arms and like rolled him over, and I was like, that's the weirdest, craziest thing I've ever seen. That's genius. That's genius. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> people loved it. In- innovation, man. Like yeah. that's the new, that's the new wave for wrestling. Yeah. Hey, Justin, tell me about your pond, dude. <laughs> you post about it every single day. So, and uh, if any, anyone that actually like you know knows knows me, I'm pretty pretty big into outdoor stuff. Uh, I am like I'm like number one fanboy on Justin Bash's like pond management. <laughs> it's it's funny. I don't post nearly as much as I want to because people say I'm so obsessed. So there's even a whole nother level that I don't like. I was out there today on a boat because the lights for the fountain were getting like crud. It was getting some kind of residue from the fish food that was breaking down and clogging the lights or blocking the lights. So I was out there pulling cattails and wiping off the fountain lights today. And just like, I'm like, what is this life? I have a little inflatable boat that my buddy gave me so I can go all around the pond, but it's fully stocked now. It's 11 feet deep. It's got largemouth bass it's got bluegill it's got fathead minnows it's got i don't know dozen pounds of crayfish in there so it's got like we started from the beginning really making an ecosystem where you have the Mm -hmm. all the right chemicals in there the beneficial bacteria but it's learning about it like i i grew up fishing the thousand islands which was a big fishing region around here and i loved fishing all growing up so now to have the pond and to be able to maintain it. And it's just learning about it. Like you just, you see something stupid or you hear something, you start asking questions, you start figuring it out. And now I'm like becoming the ultimate pond enthusiast. <laughs> like I never saw it coming. You are the pond, you're the pond guy. I'm a little concerned because the your water is so blue that it looks like a, it looks like a swimming pool. It's pond eye. I'm like, did you die? Yeah, it's, it's a pond eye. It, it's a, a pond dye that it's called it's um pond guy pond eye true blue blue shade so it's actually a dye you put in that not only dyes the water so it looks good but it also blocks uv to cut down on um excessive algae and to keep some of the uv away from the fish so that's like (laughs) and like that's safe for the fish 100% Hundred like percent safe. Well, so it looks so. Uh, it looks like the Caribbean blue. Like it, it does. It looks it does. a little unnaturally blue. Yeah, I know. And uh, that's. But anyway, it seems like you do a great job with it. You need to start your own podcast on pond management. Yeah, the one that I'm not a part of. <laughs> Isaiah will be my co-host on that one. Just the yeah, pond, you the guys can work. You guys can pond talk. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's it's been fun. I always said when I built this house or built a house i wanted to to do a pond and that kind of happened we needed a bunch of fill we needed the dirt so while we had people here had a guy in the excavator it was 
all right, let's dig this. So it just kind of worked out and it's kind of learning as we go. And I'm actually this afternoon going to put more pond dye in because that's what happens. It goes from true blue color and it fades to a Caribbean color and then it'll eventually like wear out. So I got to put more in it so it maintains that that true blue lake color. We don't want no Caribbean water. <laughs> I think Caribbean blue. water looks cool. It just looks unnatural. So it kind of like it looks a little unnatural. I think the yeah. true blue looks a little unnatural too. And everybody, like the FedEx guy, the mailman, they'll it's a like a four hundred foot driveway. So if they have a package, they'll just drive up the driveway and they go, dude, do you mind me asking how you get your pond that color? And I just show them. I literally keep the pond eye right next to the garage door because everybody asks. I'm like, this is it. This is it. It's pond eye. <laughs> so when will it be fishable? About a year, about a year and a half. Yeah, probably next year sometime. I mean, the bass we put in there are like four inches, and they should probably grow mm -hmm. like two to three inches a year, I want to say. So I'd say by next really? year. I thought, I thought after after one year, they're probably about around a pound, right? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. This is just... I, I feel like I feel like you're going to take such good care of that pond, though. You're not, you're not <laughs> going to be on it, though. You're going to like pull something out and feel guilty about it. No, I think as long as you use hooks that aren't barbed, that are just like you catch them you throw them back in that's what i want it for when we start having kids and we can have a like have our kids go down there and fish the pond like that 100 percent. Cool. yeah that that's, that's awesome and and now it's a matter of like i've got endless dreams like i'd love to have a water <laughs> water feature that goes down into it i want to build a little dock like you're gonna start my life now <laughs> instead of like like adding on to your house you're gonna start yes parts of your house like a way to just make the pond bigger just like expand the pond. well the house is built so now it's a just, great idea i don't see why not maybe just yeah we gotta add docks we gotta add water features we gotta add you know maybe get an excavator and like <laughs> make it a little bigger this is my life now yeah <laughs> This is what happened. You, you probably had so much fun with that. I don't know. Uh, construction equipment's the best. There's <laughs> We've had so much here over the past year. It's just when you see construction equipment pull in and you know it's about to happen, like this is your 30s. Like this is what happens <laughs> in your 30s. Construction <laughs> equipment it. pulls in and you get so excited. Like that is like the high. It doesn't get better than this in your 30s, at least for me. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Hey, it me me too. <laughs> I think so. I think someday that uh, you know, now that my daughter's on the way, right? Once, once we. Oh, uh, congrats! Oh yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, don't you follow that. him on Instagram? He's got. <laughs> he he's got on Instagram where I when, don't. I'm going he, to now though. When when he's you know got to make these weird food runs for his wife, got to make sure she has what she needs. <laughs> oh yeah. He does a good job of it. When's the due date, by the way? <laughs> it's actually due on uh, my birthday, September 2nd. That's wild. So, wow. Yeah. And, it, and the weekend of the world team trials. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So, what a weekend. So, uh, you know, we're hoping she comes like a week early. Or I bet. Early. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess that date's just kind of a rough estimation but like yeah um anisa's all on board she's i wouldn't well she wasn't very happy when she first found out i'm not gonna lie she was not <laughs> she was not very like uh she was more like she's kind of a she's kind of a warrior so she was like you know what if you're not there for the baby what if you're not there for the delivery what are we gonna do uh 
but then after like a day or so, she kind of thought about it. She's like, hey, um, you know, I think if the baby does come during that week, uh, you better win. Right. You better, you better, you better not waste, you better not waste our time. You better go out there and win. Uh, but uh, the more we talk to the doctor, uh, they're fairly certain uh, the baby will be due like maybe a week, a week after because it's their first pregnancy. Um, I'm hoping I'm keeping my fingers crossed because I want to be there for that. I don't want to, I don't want to be out wrestling. Honestly, it's for the first time in my life. It's like, uh, I'd rather be somewhere else than be competing. So wow. uh, genuinely mean that. That's awesome. Uh, so I'm hoping I'm hoping she can hold on for a week uh, <laughs> a week longer. Just tell her to hold it, man. Yeah. Did you watch the I don't office? Know I, so I tried doing that. <laughs> I tried telling her that at first. I'm like, don't worry about it. But she, you know, you know. It's like in the office when they don't want Pam to go to the office. So they try delaying labor and they sit there and try all these techniques. Right. I think Burroughs actually yeah, Burroughs actually missed World Cup one year, I think, because one of his kids was being born. I think so. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, remember, I remember when that was, though. Yeah, maybe three, four years ago. It had to be Aura. All right. Well, that's the most hey, that's of what I, I got. got. That's all I got, too. That's Isaiah, all I got too. Any final words? What's that? Any final words? No? Huh? I got any final words? Oh, I have, uh, I have one more question. How do you drink your coffee? Don't say you don't drink coffee. Huh? Don't well, say you I, don't drink coffee. I do drink. I do, I do drink coffee, but I, I typically just drink espresso. I'll, I'll, oh. slam, like, I'll slam like four of them. Just, just Super respectable. That. Super respectable. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Are you an espresso machine guy? Um, We have one in the office, so I guess I guess I, just, I'll just I'll just make like four of them and just, you know, take to the dome. <laughs> And wow. you're like this all day, just bouncing off the wall. That's why. That's why you beat up all the all your college guys. Caffeine well, yeah. doesn't really affect me that that much, so I I, uh, I have a pretty high tolerance. Well, there you go. Sweet. All right, Isaiah. Thank you for coming on. Everybody, tune in to Isaiah Martinez versus Jordan Barrows in thank what, you ten days. Yes. Yeah, June gotcha. June eighteenth, right on Flow Grappling. Yeah, it'll be on Flow Grappling, which uh, is I think it's awesome, right? It's, yeah, it's uh, super cool. Platform match. Um, I've already had a bunch of like grapplers follow me on Instagram. Uh, Let's go. It, That's cool. Pretty cool. You know what? The grapplers love wrestling, um, yeah. so I think I think it's a good opportunity to to you know get people invested in our sport. So they'll be good. Yeah, sweet. Awesome. June eighteenth. Who's number one on Flow Grappling? I'm RJB. Awesome, guys. See ya. See ya. And the beat goes on. And that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. If you did enjoy this episode of the podcast, be sure to leave a five-star rating review on Apple Podcasts and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on more episodes. For more wrestling content, be sure to follow Bash Mania on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And follow me. I'm at jbash on Instagram and at justinjbash on Twitter. And the beat goes on.